Here's today's God Heals Hurting Marriages with Charlene Steinkamp. Hi, it's Charlene. Today is going to be a very special podcast. I want to share a teaching with you that Bob did many years ago. I am thrilled you're going to be blessed to hear my husband share from his heart who died a few years ago. Bob is in heaven. He's worshiping the King of Kings, but the Lord is using Bob every day as he is still speaking to you in his weekly Tuesday devotionals and with his 19 books that he wrote to you. For example, the book Finding the Way Home is one of my favorites. Bob wrote a very special book that I hope you will read and then ask God to show you when it would be the right timing to give your husband or wife this book. Bob wrote Finding the Way Home from a prodigal's experiences who knows what they've been feeling, guilt and shame. This book is speaking to your husband or wife as a prodigal, using them to go home and rebuild their marriage on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. How many times have you wanted one of your friends or pastor to speak to your husband or wife? They may have been best friends, but no one truly understands what a prodigal spouse is really thinking or experiencing, except another prodigal. While Bob was in the far country, he began dating one woman seriously. Bob made that shocking telephone call one day to me that he was going to marry the other person. They were planning their non-covenant wedding. Yes, I was shocked and devastated. But God spoke very clearly after I cried out to the Lord, asking him what to do. God said, Charlene, I'm not changed my mind. Bob is coming home. I told Bob I would be waiting for him forever. If he married this woman or a third woman or a fourth wife, as I was going to stand forever and be sitting in my rocking chair, only Bob would be missing the best years of my life. By God's amazing grace and his perfect timing, the Lord turned up the heat on Bob in many ways. God brought Bob home suddenly. May you be blessed as Bob shares from his heart and shares many of his experiences to you and then hopefully to your precious husband or wife sooner than later. This short message is titled Prodigal to Prodigal. I want to thank you for allowing me to visit with you. Hello, my name is Bob. The next few minutes could change not only your life, but your family's life as well. In 1985, after 19 years of marriage and three children, my wife Charlene divorced me. We had been to all the counselors and everyone marked us as hopeless. To the outsider, we looked hopeless. Yes, she had grounds. We had separated many times during those 19 years. I'd been verbally and physically abusive. I'd been repeatedly unfaithful. I left running our home and raising our children up to her. My main focus was on my wants and my needs. All this time we were active in church. 
We would go from the battleground at home to putting on masks and teaching Sunday school, and then back to our domestic battleground on Sunday afternoon. As you know, the grass always looks greener on the other side of the fence. Following our blow-ups, I would retreat to my imagination, thinking about how grand life could be with someone else. Before long, the thoughts would move from my head, to my heart, to my hand, where I would act on what had begun as a fantasy. The guilt that followed would always cause more strife between my wife and me. Following our divorce, I found someone else. I was, as they say, getting on with my life. Charlene committed herself to raising our children and providing for them as a single parent. Neither of us experienced the happiness we had anticipated before our divorce. The other person did not fill my void as I had anticipated. Charlene did not find the peace that she had anticipated. I went through a series of job changes, moves, and girlfriends in my search for that elusive happiness. I was determined that I could live right side up in the upside down world of divorce. After all, about 50% of all couples divorce. If they could make it, so could I. In front of each other, Charlene and I appeared to be doing great, but once my head hit the pillow at night while waiting for sleep to come, my thoughts were about Charlene. I had rearranged my apartment, furnished an early American divorce with used furniture from friends, to be as much like home as possible. None of the counselors, no none of the pastors we had sought help from before divorcing had taken the Bible, opened it, and said, let's see what God says about your situation. We had depended on the reasoning of man and ended up divorced. I promise not to preach at you, but do you know that in the Bible, in the book of Malachi, God says, I hate divorce. Charlene and I were attempting to be happy in a condition that God hates, and we wondered why we were both miserable. You may be able to relate to where I found myself. I was making more money than I had ever made. I had a bachelor apartment, I had a girlfriend, and was free from family responsibility but I just could not find happiness. On July 7, 1987, I drove 100 miles, knocked on my wife's office window, and invited her to lunch. By then, I knew that God had touched her life and that she was praying for me. I suspected my unhappiness was due to her prayers. That day on the way to lunch, I told my, quote, ex, that if she would stop praying for me, that I would get a marriage license with her. I had wrongly confused God's leading me home with Charlene's praying for me to come home. The conviction I was under was coming from God, not from my divorced wife. About an hour later, sitting at lunch with the woman I had once divorced across from me, God had me to realize I'd made one of the most serious mistakes of my life. That day at 2 p.m., one of the pastors who had encouraged divorce remarried us. Much more happened to both of us from divorce to remarriage than I can share here. If you want details, you can find them in one of our books or on our website. During those days of divorce, many times I felt like the prodigal son who you can read about in Luke chapter 15. He demanded half of his inheritance, wasted it all with wild living, began to be in want, and then, as the Bible says, came to his senses and went home. That Wednesday at lunch, I had come to my senses, the way home came into focus for me. It's ironic that everything the prodigal son had left home searching for was available to him right there at home. The enemy had him so blinded that the prodigal was just not seeing things right. Can you relate to what I'm sharing? Perhaps like you've done, I told Charlene to get on with her life because I was getting on with mine, 
I told her how I never loved her. I told her how I was never coming back. In my mind, I was determined that I would never be back home again. I thought too much damage had been done and my past too tattered for our marriage to ever work out. If Charlene and I had attempted to work it all out, we would have failed just as we had done so many times before. This time something was different. Charlene had developed a close personal relationship with Jesus. He was the foundation for the restoration of our marriage. It was not us. I encourage you to listen to Charlene's story to see how Jesus can change his spouse. Would it ever work for you to go home? Yes, it would, if you would allow Jesus Christ to guide you. Your circumstances just do not matter. You could even be in a relationship today that was birthed in adultery. You could have a child with that other person. Your children at home could despise you. The pastors and counselors could be saying how your marriage is dead, as they did ours. You or your wife's parents could be set against marriage restoration. Every one of the mountains of circumstances can become like molehills when you give them to Jesus. Right now you may be thinking, that's good, but what about... You will not come up with an obstacle that God cannot handle if you look to Him. Your first thought might be about that other person that you're involved with. You can get out of that relationship, and yes, you can put that person in your past, but you need to have no contact at all with that person for six months. After that, the memories will begin to fade. I feel it only fair to tell you that I did not come home burning with love for my wife. I came home out of fear of God. After I later cleaned up my act before Him, God began to restore the love. I thank you for allowing me to share these few minutes with you. If you're away from your family right now and seeking the way home, Charlene and I would be honored to help you. Please contact us through our website, www.rejoiceministries.org. Would you allow me to pray for you as we close? Father God, I thank you once again for allowing me to share that prodigals do come home. We come home to waiting and praying spouses who you have been changing. Lord, I ask that you will remove every obstacle from this person's life and that you alone will make the way home clear to them. Thank you for their willingness to hear what was shared here. May you now make application to their heart. Lord, I pray for that other person. May they realize that they need to release someone else's spouse and to seek the available mate that you have for them. During the process, may that other person find Jesus. May marriages and hurting lives be restored because this person discovered that you can fill the void in their life. These things we ask in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. In these last few seconds, can I ask you a question? What does Jesus mean to you today? If you're like me, I knew that I had just done too much for God to ever claim me as his child. The truth is, no matter what you or I have done, God is ready to forgive us when we turn to Jesus. He died to pay the price for all of my sins and for all of your sins. Today, may you confess in prayer to God that you're a sinner and ask Jesus to pay your sin debt. Believe that he will do it. You can be a new person today and have a home with God for eternity. May God bless you as you seek his will and his way for you and for your marriage. I pray you were encouraged by Bob's message and his challenge to never give up on your husband or wife. 
Yes, we were given an assignment to encourage you that God is able to rebuild, restore, and reconcile all your differences, putting you two together again, as God is the greatest potter. Remember, prodigals do come home. Bob is living proof of that, and we were remarried 23 years before he went home to be with the Lord. If you haven't read any of Bob's books, I would suggest Prodigals Do Come Home, or especially The Prodigal's Perspective, which is a big favorite. And one of Bob's fiction books, which he loved to write with fiction, is The Saved Seat. Well, actually, I loved all of Bob's books. There is a whole section on our website. Click on the bookstore as it has links for books written by Bob, and also Charlene's favorites. May you listen to this recording more than once. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you throughout the recording. May it help you to understand your prodigal spouse more by having compassion, understanding, and may the Lord stir up God's amazing agape unconditional love in your heart for your husband or wife. Forgive them. The Lord gave me Luke 15 when Bob left, and it was about the prodigal son and his father. And when the prodigal son came to his senses in verse 17, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. And that is what I want you to meditate on and understand. Are you ready? Are you praying for your husband or wife to come to their senses? They're going to feel unworthy. They're going to have the enemy tell them that they should never go home because you will never forgive them or never forget. But he was obedient. Pray for your husband or wife to be obedient and not rebelling against running back home. Are you waiting? Are you waiting with unconditional love, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arm around him, and kissed him. He didn't hit him over the head with questions. But he celebrated. In verse 22, it says, But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet. He blessed him. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead. Oh, this is the best scripture in Luke 15. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Never forget that. I'll never forget that about Bob. So they began to celebrate. 
Never doubt the power of God, of how he will orchestrate your husband or wife, bringing them to their senses, bringing them to godly sorrow, to repentance, back to the Lord, and then bringing them home to you. I know when Bob came home that Tuesday, we celebrated by going and telling Bob's parents. We had already called the doctor's office, and I told them I was going to get remarried, and they told us to come back to the office. And they bought a cake and punch for us to celebrate our remarriage. Then Bob's parents and several of our family members went out to dinner, and we celebrated again. Oh, be blessed and celebrate that your husband or wife has been set free to come home. To God be the glory. Believe in God's promises, his plans, and his purpose for your marriage restoration. Don't give up. I pray that the Lord will open wide the doors of communication for you and your children, if you have any, and that you may be able to tell your husband or wife about Bob so that they will be able to listen to this podcast as Bob shares from his heart to their heart. Have a great day and be encouraged. Prodigals do come home. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit rejoiceministries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.